Hey girl, you're listening to the For The Girl podcast, the podcast designed for you. Join Mac and Ken's as they cover all the hard topics for real life girls trying to love Jesus. Get ready for encouragement, truth, and let's be real, a little bit of a hot mess. Is it just me or are Mac and Ken's your new best friends? Let's get into the episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of For The Girl. I hope you've been liking this little series. We have so many guest friends on, and it's kind of fun. Fun because we get to hear other people's perspective, and also fun because, you know, we just say a couple words and don't have to try too hard. So... (laughs) We love this series. It's been it's a been great awesome time. for us. Yes, yes. Yeah, we might just. Keep I kind of forgot how to talk. I almost forgot how to talk. Actually, I thought about something really big that it oh. that did happen that we should discuss right now. Okay. Hit it with me. I have no idea. Is this we, like pop culture reference? We hit 2 million podcast downloads. <laughs> Ew. Why'd you say it in that kind of voice? Oh, why are you making fun of me? You were the one who wanted yeah, to take a photo. Don't act like you're not excited. Yeah, I'm excited, guys. We really don't know what that means. I'm pretty sure that lots of other people have multi more millions, but feels really big for us. I mean, obviously. Well, the fun part. That's actually insane. I mean, I think about this all the time. A lot of thousands of people listen to like every Fourth Girl podcast episode, but we just stare at each other while talking. Yeah, yeah. If there were actually a thousand people in front of me I would say half of the amount of things that I say like when it comes to like the embarrassing stuff <laughs> well what I think is fun is it took us like three years to get the first million and then we've gotten the second in one year so I think think the family has grown over the last year or else you guys just Thank think we're so hilarious you. that you're just binging us you just listen over and over and over and over again and and I would also accept <laughs> that as well yeah, I would too. I would too. That's really fun. All right. Well, what else? What else? What's some other big uh, things in our world? We are in the middle of writing another study. I think we talked about this last picture also. We finished writing the Bible study. The Bible study is written yeah. and we're currently in the editing and design phase. We picked out a cover for the front. The cover has been designed and we're in the editing phase, which is really fun. It's I like the editing and design phase a lot. It's a sweet time. And guys, we're going to have a new Bible study out before summer. So you guys can use this new Bible study for all of your summer groups. I'm excited. Yeah. All the summer crews. That's seriously the best time ever. I remember all my summers, you know, you go back home, hanging out with the old friends get a little small group situation going, sitting out in the park. You got your little sparkly drinks and talk about Jesus. There's nothing better. Nothing better. We used to go all out for some of our photo shoots for those summer studies. We used to go to pools and have little floaty things and make it super cute and crazy. Yeah. Are we going to do that? You know, I don't know about that, but I was thinking that our podcast photo is looking a little dated. And I think it's time we give our podcast a revamp visually. So 
we need some new ideas for what our new podcast photo <laughs> should be. If you have any ideas, let us know. We're ready to go wild. Wild. I think it should just be my face. Just your face. Maybe it should just be our dog. <laughs> <laughs> for the girl, Rosie and Kobe. Kobe's a boy. It should definitely be like the Bible, though. Like the Bible. Why are our faces on this thing? <laughs> this is horrible, but I feel like if uh, we just put like a just a photo of the dogs in the Bible, I'm not sure people would click nobody on it. Would. Is that terrible? No, absolutely nobody. Absolutely nobody. But, but I we could try it out. I don't think it's because people click on it because there are faces necessarily. I think it's just like fun colors, like, oh, those girls look like me. I could listen to that. You know, that's the, that's the, the vibes we're going for here. Yeah, yeah, that's true. We look girly and fun. Okay, that's really great. What are you up to this week, macaroni? Well, I'm actually flying to Nashville on Thursday because we're moving the warehouse from Nashville to Charlotte. It's my turn to be in charge of the warehouse. So Tyler and I are renting a U-Haul. We're flying to Nashville and then we're renting a U-Haul and we're driving it back to Charlotte. So you're going to be laying on the beach while I'm doing that, you know? It's <laughs> really unfortunate, but I will be hard laboring over here. Yeah, you really will be. You really will be. I've put in my reps though over the last couple of years, so. Yeah. You know, it's my turn. It'll be okay. Yeah. Hey, if you're stay, are you staying at my house while you're there? Well, it, can I? Is anybody else staying at your house? Yeah. Yeah, but Maddie's staying there upstairs. I don't think that that's that weird. No, <laughs> I like that you're telling yeah, me this on the Maddie. podcast. <laughs> okay. Yeah, talk to Maddie. Okay, shout out Maddie. She's dog sitting. So. <laughs> uh, what's up with you? <laughs> What's new with you? What do you do? Up I'm to in this Florida, week? visiting the parents, living my best life, and yeah, it's the best. Been with some quality time with my sister, Just spending every dinner across the table from my parents, and getting some sun in. It's a little rainy here right now, though. Badly. Yeah, it's and, been rainy and cold here. No fun. No fun at all. Uh, the worst. But around the corner, though. we have an amazing podcast episode today to brighten your spirits, to brighten your moods. We have Miss Tara Sun here today, and this episode is for the girl who is a control freak, and we're going to be talking all about surrender uh, and what it looks like to kind of lay down this need for control and to let God do the unexpected in your life. It's going to be an awesome conversation. I'm really excited and yeah, should we get yeah. into this one, kids? Oh, let's get into the episode. We will talk to you guys soon. All right, for all of my women listening right now who have a passion for ministry and you are trying to figure out what your next steps are, how can you continue to be obedient in this calling that God has placed on your life? Well, I'm so excited to tell you about the CYMT 
graduate residency program. The Center for Youth Ministry Training is an incredible program that equips people to answer their call to ministry, and they do it in the most incredible way. This graduate residency provides the following things. First, an all-inclusive scholarship that includes tuition, books, and course costs. You actually get a Master's of Arts in Youth Ministry earned over a three-year program. You get a job placement working at a local church or ministry. You get $1,000 per month stipend, and you get your housing and utilities covered from your partner church or ministry. So basically, you can spend the next three years of your life learning more about God's Word, learning more about what it looks like to work in full-time ministry, and actually doing ministry actually doing it and getting paid for it, which is crazy to me, having a place to live. Like, Ken's, this is the type of thing that we needed when we were first starting out. We've just been flying by the seat of our pants ever since, but this is an incredible <laughs> way to just get your feet wet in ministry, to learn what it looks like to be an incredible steward of God's word and God's people. And so if this is something that you're interested in, and maybe you just want to learn more information about what this looks like, because it is a big commitment, a three-year program, but an incredible opportunity, then head to the show notes and check out the interest form. And we will make sure that someone from CYMT reaches out to you and gives you more information about how to apply and how to be a part of this incredible opportunity. If you are a woman who wants to take a step forward in ministry, this is the opportunity for you. Head to the show notes, check out the details, and we cannot wait to see more incredible women living out their gifts for Jesus, hopefully through CYMT. All right, For the Girl fam, I'm super excited for the conversation that we are about to have. We have the one and only Tara Sun on the podcast today, and if you don't know who Tara is, you are about to. She actually has her own podcast called True Talks with Tara, and she just released an amazingly beautiful and incredible new book called Surrender Your Story, Ditch the Myth of Control and Discover Freedom in Trusting God. And that is going to be what our conversation with Tara is going to center around today. I'm holding her book right now, and it's absolutely Aww. beautiful. <laughs> the The cover with the gold foiling and the like linen right? Feel, I, did you have a hand in picking some of this out? Actually, yes. I was really honored because <laughs> I wasn't sure like how much of a role I would play and like my publisher, you know, it's like a bigger publisher. So I'm like, I know I'm a small fish and like, it's all new, but they're like, we want you to be super involved in the design process. And I was just so honored. And oh, um, cool. I think it's so feminine and inviting. That's what I've heard from people too, because we're going to talk about control is like not easy. And so someone yeah. was like, it's a really pretty book where I can take it as a control freak, but it's not like this huge textbook that's like, you have all these problems. It's like really pretty. And so I thought that was fun. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. It's so cool. And I'm excited to dive more into the content of the book and everything and, and center around this conversation around control and surrender. But I think it's really cool because I know this is your first book, your first time doing something like this. So I think just from fellow writers, I love hearing this. What was the whole writing process like for you? What did that look like? Give us the behind the scenes of some of that. 
Yeah, I love that too. I think it's so fun to get a sneak peek because it can seem like it just happened overnight and that it was super seamless and easy. But like you guys know, it's such a grind. It's awesome, but it's it's a grind. So for me, from start to finish, meaning from the moment like we started even thinking about the book with my agent to the moment that it's out, it's almost two years, which is crazy. Wow. It just takes a long time, you know. But the mm -hmm. writing process, I was, I'm trying to think. So September, October. Okay. I'm trying to do this in my head. I think I was six <laughs> months pregnant when I started writing, I think, or five, something like that. Okay. I was pretty yeah. pregnant and I started writing and honestly, I had a really good pregnancy. So that wasn't like that big of a deal, but it was funny because I kept thinking, okay, I'm like pushing a real baby out soon <laughs> and then also a book baby. So I'm really thankful for like my team and my tribe and just people around me. I was able to really nail in and just like get it done. And I felt like I had a really good flow. The Lord really blessed that. There was obviously times that was hard, but I think what helped so much was having a really big vision and outline for what the book was going to be beforehand and then just kind of ran with it. So I honestly loved writing the book. The writing process was really fun and seamless and had an amazing editor and just a really overall good experience where they could really just check me in the word because that's what I wanted. I'm like, okay, we're writing on such deep things that I want to make sure it's honoring God's word. So I actually enjoyed it because someone asked me, they're like, do you actually enjoy writing? I'm like, I actually really did. So that was a really fun process. It took a long time as most good things do, but yeah, it was, it was a blast. That's awesome. So awesome. I love it. We're inspired. We've been in the middle of writing <laughs> yep. a new study right now. And <laughs> we have good days and bad days. But to be honest, oh, yeah. we've been a little bit on the struggle bus. So we're like, okay, <laughs> we got this. We got to be inspired. You do. And I don't know. I think something too to anyone listening, just in anything. But I feel like for me, I had those days where I didn't feel like writing and I let myself like just not. Like obviously if it gets to be a lot of days that you don't want to, like there needs to something to be changed, you know, because you have like deadlines and all these things. But I just remember thinking I have to write today because I have, you know, this deadline, but it's okay if you have an off day because I had to think like, I want my best foot forward and I want like, what the Lord wants. And so sometimes it's like, if we're so burnt out or struggling, like maybe we won't produce the right stuff or the best stuff, yeah. you know? Yeah, yes. absolutely. Giving yourself grace the whole life there is like mm -hmm. so, so important. That's awesome. Okay, well, we're talking to you, all of the control freaks out there, which I know <laughs> there's probably a lot of us. <laughs> Mac and I are in that boat ourselves, just wanting to, I don't know, I feel like sometimes when life just brings challenges or you have really big decisions or so much on your plate, you tend to just take back the control. And there's this major yeah. temptation to, you know, put it all in your own hands and not let the Lord have any part of it. And right. I know this has been a big part of your story, trying to ditch this myth of control. And so maybe we could just start with you sharing just how this started for you and what your story has been. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I think we all have themes of our of our lives and our testimonies. And for me, it's this idea of thinking that I was in control. And if you were to ask me like 10 years ago, if I thought I had a problem with control, I would tell you no. But like the way I was living was in the complete opposite. Because I think as Christians, we know like, yeah, I'm not in control. God's in control. He's Lord and I'm not. But then we start living in ways that we're like, oh, actually, I'm not believing that. So for me, I think it was just a few things that were the biggest things of just for example, like I got diagnosed with like a chronic illness when I was 14. So super young. And that rocked like 
literally everything I thought my life was going to be. It changed the trajectory of school and just what my day-to-day life looked like, relationships. It changed everything because I didn't have the capacity or the physical strength to do a lot of things. And then as silly as it sounds, giving up control of my timeline and my relationships, like wanted to be married or engaged sooner than I wanted and thinking that it was up to me. And just a lot of those things that I realized that I was holding too tightly to my plans instead of holding on to God. And it was just this myth I talk about in the subtitle, like Mm -hmm. it's a myth. It's really, truly a myth that we're in control because we start living like, okay, well, today's mine. And you know, I have all these gifts and talents and everything's going to go my way. But it's actually, we're told in God's word that God is one who's in control. He holds all things. Everything is from him, to him, through him, but we start living opposite. So for me, I feel like that's really where it began in my life. Hmm. Yeah, that's so good. And in your book, you have, I think it's chapter two that you go into the freedom of surrender, the moment where you maybe as like the control freak have this moment where you go, oh my goodness, actually, this isn't in my control. And there's this moment where I have to like, lay it down before God and trust him. So is there a specific moment for you where surrender really happened and took place when you were like, wow, this is a difference. And I want to live into this surrender even more. Yeah. You know, I think there were a few moments, but the biggest moment I think was when I was in college, actually, you guys know this, like this is the age, like high school to college, you're in such this like tender, but such an important stage of your life. And although I was like, I had this illness for like years at that point, I still didn't want to let go of control. It was still a struggle. But I think the biggest moment was when I literally dropped out of college three weeks into being there and the Lord took me to something else. But I realized I'm like, wow, Like I really am not in control. And although I wrestled with that a lot, I started to realize like, wow, when I'm not in control, it helps me to cease striving. And it actually like gives me this big sigh of relief. I don't have to start spinning my wheels. I can actually just like rest and where God has me and like follow that. So I feel like that was the biggest moment. It's like still an everyday thing, obviously, but it was, it was a game changer. It was very humbling. (laughs) (laughs) for real oh my gosh that's crazy wait you got to college and then you dropped out three weeks later (laughs) literally I I, I don't even think it was a month I'm pretty sure it was under that I had this whole plan of like I'm like I'm gonna do medical school we're gonna do something like that and it was it was a great situation I was in like a Christian girl sorority it was awesome I was my best friend everything looked really good right and I think that's a thing where it's like we don't want to let go of the really good things in life and so that was where I was and then literally in a biology lecture God told me the only time I've ever heard God's voice audibly like he's like literally you're not supposed to be here he's like you're not supposed to be here Tara and that kind of sent things in motion where I'm like okay I'm listening Lord like (laughs) you really needed to shout at me to get my attention but yeah so something so like bizarre that that happened to really good plans which I think is a hard thing of control I know that like Mac and Ken's like, you guys know this in your own life too, in certain ways. We don't want to let go of the good things and we can't possibly fathom why God would call us to step away from the good things. But I think that's really hard to surrender to. And so that was where I was at. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> All right, ladies, who is on their period or about to be? That's right. We are talking about your time of the month, the worst time of the month that is about to be the best time of the month because we have partnered with Garnu, who is my latest obsession. It is not a person. I just made it sound like that. It is a product and these are organic tampons and the silkiest 
menstrual cup. I'm a menstrual cup girl. Silky? Did you just use the word silky? No, but it's true. We all need the silkiness of the menstrual cup. And who are we if we're not using organic tampons and saving the world, you guys? But here's the bigger thing. And this is why I'm obsessed with Garnu. Every purchase you make goes to help women in Nepal come out of sex slavery and also provides the same products that you're using to girls that need it even more than we do. So basically it's making your period have a purpose. So what are you doing using overpriced tan packs or big brand name products? I don't even know the rest of them, any of them. Change to Garnu, you guys. It's going to totally change your life and so many other people's lives. If you're not on your period and you're two weeks away, you got to sign up right now and make sure you are stocked and ready to go. We have a code for you. It's for the girl 15 for 15% off. So these are going to be the most affordable products you purchased during your period. So head to garnu.com slash for the girl the link is also in our bio use the code for the girl 15 and get yourself some garnier products okay so you took this journey with the lord through that and sure more dependent on him than ever before could you just describe i feel like for anybody out there who's like nervous to take that brave first step or to let things go what did like that dependence look like for you like what beauty came out of it and why do you just feel like it's so important to depend on god rather than ourselves and our own plans yeah that's the greatest question i i love talking about that because me personally like if i'm going to be super honest um and just lay it out on the line like i've struggled with pride and self-sufficiency like my whole life like because life had gone really easy for me for a long time. Like everything was kind of going my way and like it was very simple until a lot of this stuff started happening. And I realized like, wow, life is actually harder than I thought. And I'm not really getting where I want to on my own. And Mm -hmm. I really tended to just be like, I'm enough and I'm strong. And I'm very type A. I'm very motivated. I love checking things off my to-do list. I'm very productive to my core. And that was kind of feeding the lie that I was in control, right? Instead of depending on God Mm -hmm. as my strength and God as the one who brings the success. And so to someone kind of afraid of doing that and afraid of, as cheesy as it sounds, letting go and letting God, I think I would tell them that when we just, I mean, it's a hard thing, but if we can just get past that just that hard step of surrender. The awesome thing to know is that God's plans are better than your own. And not to say this, you're not good. Like you're not good at like your life or you're not gifted or any of those things. Like not to say that about your life, but when we realize that God is our loving father and he's the one who sent his son to die for us on the cross and if we can get past the fact that God invites me to be a part of a greater story, I think that helps us to depend on him more to be like, Lord, do I really want what I want for my life or do I want what you have for my life? And so it's a scary first step, but also know that like you don't have to do it alone because I think we try to do life alone, not only without other people in our life, but without the Lord and his help. And knowing that if you're in Christ, like you have the spirit literally in your life, coursing through your, like coursing through your veins and you don't have to do these hard things on your own and you can't, but he's like, I want to do it in your life if you just let me, you know? 
Yeah, that's so good. So good. Okay, and I want to know, you have this moment of surrender. You're like, okay, God, I'm I'm surrendering my plans to you, my story to you. You're going on this journey of what it looks like to truly depend on him. Where did that take you? What happened next yeah. in your story? What did God do with that moment of surrender? And what was kind of some of the fruits of that in your life? Yeah, well, first of all, it didn't happen overnight, which I never want to be like, okay, if you surrender once, it's going to be done, right? It's like a daily thing. And that's why Jesus literally said in Luke 9 to his disciples, you need to daily take up your cross and deny yourself and follow me. So it's a daily thing, right? But Mm -hmm. I think the wildest thing is that when you let God have control over your life and you surrender to him, um, he will literally take you on paths you never thought, but your things that you never thought about your life are not the bad things or the really great things. And so for me, when God kind of turned everything on its head, and I like to say like flip things on its head, he really just made it right side up. And he took me through a lot of moments of like, he's actually really helped me walk through just like healing in my chronic illness journey. And he's also brought me to do like literally this and get to have conversations like this and get to write and share about the Lord. And so it's just incredible what he does with our surrender and the just surprises along the way. And he really redeems all of that. So I think it's wild full circle because like, just for instance, I always thought I wanted to be a doctor, like I mentioned, but like looking mm-hmm. back, I'm like, I was horrible at math. I hated math. I hated all of that stuff, <laughs> but I loved writing. I have always mm-hmm. loved writing, journaling and it's just mm-hmm. really cool how the Lord brought it all full circle. It mm-hmm. just took my moment of surrender to be like, okay, you're going to do this. I can't do this, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, it's so real. I feel like when we take the pressure off of ourselves to do it all right or make all the right decisions, we yeah. really do learn so much more about how God made us and the unique parts about us and the new- right. unique places he's also bringing us because yeah if we like literally practically are trying to work everything out on our own we really just don't have eyes to see or ears to hear all these different ways that he's moving and yeah we can probably attest the same thing we probably made up our own plans for our lives it wouldn't have looked like this Mac wanted to be a country music singer right right (laughs) (laughs) and you know what's funny kids is I was sitting here thinking about this okay so Tara hilarious I used to sing and write songs and the first Mm -hmm. song that I ever wrote was called Surrender which is so funny and it was the only like worship song I ever wrote I then switched to country music but my first song I ever wrote was a worship song called Surrender and I remember as like a sophomore in high school being so fascinated by this idea of surrender surrendering to God how important that was and how meaningful and impactful that is and how that's ultimately like at the root of our our moment where we decide to say yes to Jesus it's an act of surrender God I'm surrendering who I've been for who you're calling me to be and I think it's cool that all of our faith stories involve that moment of surrender but then I think how we almost lose the magnitude of surrender like we stop seeing its importance in our everyday moments in life yeah and I kind of took this from you Kent but I just would love to know from you Tara like what does that look like to stay in awe of surrender or to like daily surrender you've mentioned that a couple of times but like how do we actually do that what does that practically look like to wake up every single day not just have our one big surrender moment but to to have that posture of surrender every single day 
Yeah, that's so good. I love that you guys mentioned that. Like it's it's that one moment and it's such a big part of the Christian life, but we forget that it's a daily thing. I'm reminded mm-hmm. of like Ephesians 2, 8 through 10, one of the most popular passages. Like we have to remind ourselves that it's by grace we've been saved and through faith and not by our own works. And that's where it comes down to. When we don't surrender, we're controlling and controlling is a belief that it's up to us. When literally Paul reminds us that it's like, nope, it's grace, it's Jesus. And so daily we have to remember that. I think it's hard because we're like, how do I actually practically surrender, but then also not be stagnant in life, right? Because Mm. I get so many questions from people that are like, okay, I want to surrender, but does that mean that I sit on my hands and I don't live like actively and I live passively? It seems like I just kind of throw throw it up and just stop living. You know, it just feels Mm. like kind of aimless and directionless. But I think what's really cool about when we follow the Lord and surrender is that like he's given us literally everything we need to know for life and for godliness. Second Peter one tells us that. So we have everything we need. We just need to know how to move with it and live with it. And so I think practically a couple really good things is one, just being open-handed. I love thinking of that mentally, but also the physical picture of just like opening your hands. And if you're not driving or doing anything, just like open your hands right now and just think of what that means. When you're closing your fist down on life, you're not willing to relent it. But when we live open-handed and surrender, we still have our hands full of things, but we're like, okay, Mm. Lord, what do you want to do with them? So number one, God's Mm. not telling you to lay down your dreams or desires. He's just telling you to yield them. So, okay, take your dreams and desires and your plans and your ambitions and your careers and your relationships. You can keep them right here, but you need to be willing for me to take them and also maybe revert them and like take you on a different path. And so I think that's a daily thing. And also if you're more type A like me, if you have your to-do list and your schedule, be okay if things don't happen, if you don't feel so good. If I maybe, I don't know if there's any moms that listen to this, but like me as a new mom, kids are wild. So, you know, be okay with that different schedule. So I think just being able to ebb and flow with it as, as you know, cheesy as that sounds. And then also practically surrendering just means following God's word. And so the more you're in God's word, the more you know how to live. And, you know, like you guys were saying, Mm -hmm. surrender is a part of the Christian life. And so if you're in the word of God, that's going to tell you how to live each day. And that's going to tell you how to surrender and really remember who's Mm -hmm. in control. So I think just going to the word Mm -hmm. and then just having that posture. And I think the more you practice it like a muscle, like when you're working out, the more you strengthen that surrender muscle, the more you'll be able to do it in the really big things and the really small things. Yeah, that's right. That's so helpful. I really like what you said about, yeah, it's not when we surrender, we're not just going to be complacent and stagnant anymore. We can actually make it a really active process. And yeah, yeah, I know for us in our journey in ministry, even it, it almost comes naturally now to surrender just to, to wait on the Lord. I even, even like picking out this last but studies book title or outline we are like we could just force something we could be like oh my gosh we have this deadline we need to do this thing we're gonna just like yeah. make it happen and come up with something creative or trendy or whatever right but rather right. than that we I don't know we just are both not gonna like yeah we don't have anything right now I just like wait <laughs> like, yeah we don't even yeah. really realize it's a spiritual thing but I really do think putting a pause on it and but then asking still and and researching and praying and then coming back together and brainstorming and everybody listening can do those same things they can brainstorm with a friend call somebody research like pray about it but also not make a decision or muster up the thing on their own yeah Yeah, that's so so good so good 
Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess this is always a hard way to end the episode, but maybe to the control freak out there, the type A, the perfectionist. Yeah. I'm thinking about the Enneagram. We've got our little, our ones on the Enneagram or the threes, (laughs) the achievers. Speaking to all those gals, what do you want to say to them? Your final words or encouragement in sending them off to learn to surrender? I love it. Yeah. You know, so many things, but I think the first thing that comes to mind is that regardless if you're a control freak or not, I think sometimes we don't want to admit it, but if you're like listening to this and you're still listening, like there's something in you, right? And there's something within us all that we want to control. But I think I would tell you first is do you feel or ask you, do you feel the exhaustion? Do you feel the frustration? Do you feel the disappointment in your life in some area? from trying to control something because I know I have. It's like striving, it's spinning your wheels, it's restlessness because we're not following the way that God has for us in surrender. And so I first wanna acknowledge that and be like, it's not the way that God called us to live and he has a better way for us to live. And so realizing that Jesus did not call us to live a life of striving and control because he knows it's not good for us. Not because he's like, I want to be a tyrant. He's like, no, I'm a loving father and I created you this way. And I want to invite you into amazing purposes, but that involves surrendering. And so if you feel like it's hard to let go of control today, I just want to remind you that there's so much more on the other side that you can do hard things. I know we talked about this earlier and God is going to blow you away. And I can guarantee you that we can all guarantee you that it might be a little bit longer of a wait than you thought. It may be a different method of what you would do if you were in control of your life, but God will certainly surprise you and blow you away with how he wants to use you for the kingdom. And if we're doing things on our own and control, we're not going to be fully a part of what God has for us. And I just don't want like any of us to miss that. I don't want us to miss the beauty and the freedom and this, this sigh of relief you get in your soul knowing that you don't have to have it under control because that's too much of a burden for us. And just like God has so much. So I would just encourage you in that. And I think I like needed that today too, because I just kind of need to release the anxiety and the stress and the tension. Mm-hmm. And just rest in that, you know? Yeah, that's so good. I'm sure that's encouraging for so many people out there, including Ken's and I always. Like, (laughs) thank you for this. I love your heart for this. I love that you like, just like on all of our behalfs, went in, spent time with God, listened for his voice and received this word and beautifully, you know, put this word into words for us so that we can just deeper know God's heart for us when it comes to surrender. And so I'm really grateful. And for those who are listening to this and they're like, oh my goodness, this is neat. I need to know more. Where can they get <laughs> your book? Where can they follow along with you? We want to Aww. know all the things. So kind. Yes. Well, if this encouraged you, I'd love for you to pick up a copy. It's available now, which is still so fun to say. It's available out in the world now and you can find it anywhere. Books are sold, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Christian Book, all the things. And then you can follow along on my podcast, Truth Talks with Tara. And then I'm over on Instagram at Miss Tara Sun. So I'd love to see you guys. Big fan of For the Girl. And I've loved getting to collect with you guys with sharing your studies over the years. I have a bunch on my bookshelf over here. So I'm just honored that I got to be on here with you guys today. You're a joy and I'm always encouraged. So thank you. Oh, thanks, Tara. And wow, you have yeah. such a great voice, a great podcasting voice. Uh, she does. If you, guys, if you guys need a more peaceful we need podcast, yeah. you should definitely no, go listen no, no, to Tara. No. We're a hot mess over here and Tara brings so much peace and oh, like gosh. calmness well, in her voice that Ken's and I just don't have. So no, honestly, we all, bring, we all bring different things. Like you guys bring the fun. 
and the depth, <laughs> right? So, I mean, you keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> okay well thanks so much tara we are so grateful so grateful and for the girl fam we will be back next week with another podcast episode we love you guys and we'll see you then 